Well, good morning, everybody. I hope you've had a fantastic start to 2019. Uh, it's certainly very cold here. I've got two heaters on and uh, still freezing. But um, anyway, enough of my issues. Uh, so let's crack on with today's podcast, which is um, part two of how will a mobile app help my business. And today we're going to be just covering a little bit about integrations. Don't worry, people, don't start yawning. It's nothing too technical. It's just basically to explain that we work with a lot of industries that have, for example, their own booking systems. And, you know, a question that we get quite a lot is, well, we don't need a mobile app because we can just use our own booking. Uh, it was absolutely fine, but obviously we can, uh, we're able to integrate your existing booking into the mobile application that we build. And we can do this with, with quite a lot of ease because the app platforms that we use are what they class as hybrid. So we have um, a certain amount of what they call native use. So a lot of the information is held within the app uh, for easy access and offline. But also we have a lot of stuff that is web-based. And what that basically means that we can then connect your URLs or video or external links within into your app quite easily. So anything that you've already built uh, content-wise can be easily shared uh, on your application. So you don't really have to start at scratch. You can start sort of, you know, with all the content that you've already created. And if you haven't started creating any content yet, that's absolutely fine. It's a great way of just getting it all sorted out, adding in your YouTubes and your Twitters and your Instagram or Facebook and LinkedIn profiles and uh, really start to enable you to get your content out there and share it uh, with your clients and your fan base. So the main advantage with um, building apps this way is that if you need to have new updates or, or new software, it makes it a lot easier for us to update the application without having to do a complete rebuild. Um, you know, depending on what is updated, we have to resubmit to the app stores for obviously approval. But um, generally, we can update things uh, fairly quickly and offer new features that come available because our team is always um, looking at the latest software or, or latest bit of bit of kit that's going to make things a lot easier for you. And as we move on in time and year by year, something new is always available. And um, instead of it having to stop and to restart and to build something brand new again, we're able just to take elements without with it, take away from the app and then just pop new ones in. So this is huge moving forward because you need to think of the mobile application that we build as. It's like an empty shell um, and we can just think of it like a bit like a jigsaw puzzle. We can just pick up bits and move it to within your app. So the integration side is a lot easier. You know, we're talking about five or six years ago when we used to integrate these huge loyalty systems into the EPOS. It was an absolute headache. Uh, very rarely worked. Several problems because one bit software was doing this and the other was doing that. So we basically found that the best way forward for us was to do something more web-based um, that could be easily changed and but obviously now put it within a package that looks absolutely seamless um, and it really does help keep the cost down uh, especially if you're starting out as a small business and want to explore you know the main advantages of having an app for your business without having to to break the bank as it were and of course bringing all these elements into your application is you're bringing all your social feeds you know, certain parts of your website, certain videos, information, messages, you know, news feed, or your push notifications, all into one channel. And it's in the channel that is probably used the most. It's that it's onto their smartphone. And if you can make it easy for the client to access all your information in one place, it's got to be a huge advantage. And I think I've mentioned this before, but, you know, mobile apps, yes, have been around for a while, but 
mobile applications for small businesses is still quite rare. And yes, you probably do know someone that's using one or they might well be on a, a kind of a directory booking app or platform, which is completely different to having your own app. So your customers would see it as, I think, forward thinking that you like, you know, I can't believe that uh, you've got a mobile app. That must be, that's great. So it really shows that, A, you know, potentially to your clients that you, you potentially are doing well. I mean, they've, they've had this app design, which must have cost an absolute fortune. Um, but also it shows that for people that think, you know, how did they get to this particular stage shows that you've actually researched it and you think, I want to improve my customer's journey. I do want to make it easier. Um, I want to get rid of my paper loyalty cards. I want it digital. I want to be able to chat to my customers. I want a community feel to the app where people can just integrate with each other and spread the word. And most importantly, they're building your particular brand. So, you know, when a client is talking to their friends or their family, they don't just say, oh, you need to download this app from that company. They're saying, you need to, you need to download so-and-so's app because it's absolutely brilliant. And of course, all you're doing is pushing the name out there and uh, getting more recognition uh, and making your sort of um, place in the marketplace much stronger and uh, give something for your competitors to, you know, look at you a bit more because you're sort of an early adopter and you're pushing forward and um, we'll get them thinking, well, maybe I need to be watching what they're doing. And uh, yeah, so it's a really, really good place to be. And it makes you feel more confident if you're doing something that's a little bit different. And uh, especially with the feedback that you get, which is, you know, oh, it's really easy to book. Have you downloaded the app? It's so cool. Um, so it's little things like this. It's going to really put a good stamp on your 2019 strategy. So, um, yeah, let's talk a little bit more in depth about uh, especially the social elements to this. So when building in the social elements to the app, um, we tend to create a login area as well. It's not compulsory. You can make it compulsory if you wish, but we do like to give people the choice so they can have access or they can choose to sign in with obviously their, their Twitters or their Facebook or their Gmail accounts, etc. But what this does is it starts to open up the sharing facilities within the app. So when they go into your Twitter through the app, um, they're able to make comments and post out um, replies and their thoughts to be shared obviously on their own Twitter timeline um, without having to leave the app, which is which is brilliant because you know, we are all a little bit lazy and if we're offered something in one particular place, we will use it. And also your Instagram feed, that just runs straight through the app and you can look at the comments and you can post and you can, you know, see what's going on without having to go into Instagram searching for that particular company. Um, so what it's doing, your customers are sharing information on their timeline about your company. So in turn, what they're doing is they're doing your marketing and it's the best kind of marketing because it's, it's more trusted. It's coming from a customer as opposed to you just sort of smashing out, keep saying, you know, you come see us, come and do this. We need this. We need that. But if you've got your client saying, oh, this is really good. I bought this on this particular app and oh, I've been doing this training and the app's really good because it's got like a fitness test. Um, it really does help, you know, create great awareness and really shows you as a, more of a trusted brand and some, something that people want to be part of. So with all this in, in hand, it's kind of like leads us to sort of a where do we predict what's going to happen. Now, as I said again earlier, that it is quite rare for small businesses to have mobile applications, but this is going to change very, very quickly. There's always a tipping point, And I feel over the last couple of years, we're certainly starting to, to reach this because, um, you know, the more and more people we talk to over the last five or six years, you know, you talk to five years ago, they look at you with a very sort of 
fixed glaze and just no idea what you're talking about. But now, obviously, when we talk to people, they're just starting to get it. They're just starting to maybe use applications slightly more. Um, you know, I know on your phone you might have hundreds of applications, but you only lose, use about five or six of them. But the five or six that you do use, you will use all the time. So if you do belong to a gym and you use it for booking, you'll always go to your gym app to book. Uh, it's just the way it works. So when people go, oh, you know, apps are a fad or, you know, well, yeah, they are if you've got maybe hundreds of different silly ones on there that just do, you know, lots of fun gimmicky things. But the ones that are actually, you know, like your banking app or your, you know, uh, Netflix app or something that has some use to you, you will obviously use. So, for example, if you're going to have your hair cut or you're going to book into your spa, the first place you're going to do is open up your app. Um, again, it's just offering another channel because, you know, lots of people still just have a have a telephone line. You know, they're they're really busy and um, they don't offer a, a sort of a text or a, a sort of a help desk or a booking system through um, without having to actually phone. Now, a lot of people don't actually like to talk to people. They don't like to, to make a phone call. They think for some reason that there is a, is a barrier. You know, for other people like myself, it's like, you know, I love picking up the phone and talking to people. But if you offer an extra channel, you're going to pick up, you know, some more client base that think, I don't really want to pick up the phone, but I quite happily just um, fill in my details on the app or join their mailing list. And or I quite happily even share some content. It's like, for example, myself, I don't really like doing video content. Um Whereas uh, my business partner is quite happy to do it, but I'm quite happy to talk on a podcast or talk on a phone um, or face to face. I love it. I love going to meetings and talking to people, but um, everyone is different. So I think the more channels that you open up, but put into one sort of omni-channel, one place, you're going to attract more business um, and more people coming in into your shop or your, or your salon or whatever, you, whatever you're particularly doing at this moment in time. So that's it today. Let's wrap this up. I do try and keep it to about the 10 minutes. I think uh, that's, that's long enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what I'm trying to say is if you have a lot of integrations going on, you have lots of complicated systems, etc. it's not as difficult as, as it may seem. So please get in contact with us. Anything you have or any ideas that you want to share with us, uh, we'll happily have a look. So uh, don't forget to check out obviously at Where's It App or Where's App.co.uk for more information. So yeah, have a great day and we'll speak to you real soon.